Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret. I am of course joined by the lovely Frankie Bridge. Welcome back, Franks. Thank you. <laughs> so, I think I mentioned earlier in part one, one of the things I love most about you is your you're just refreshingly honest and it's across all of your channels um social media your podcast and even your book open how asking for help can save your life so like first of all just fucking well done because being honest i think it's like obviously it's being honest in this industry and being open especially about your vulnerabilities and your mental health i don't think is easy to do so that must have been a pretty big deal for you yeah you know what it was one of those things um I've spoken about my mental health for quite a few years now. And you know what? One of the, one of the uh, great things about social media was I kind of first opened up around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And you know that like period between like Christmas and New Year? Like I just yeah. find that that time really difficult um, yeah. because I feel like you're kind of in no man's land. You're like, yeah. should I still be in my pajamas eating mince pies or should I be getting <laughs> back to like being more productive? And, <laughs> and, but life just generally doesn't return to normal. Um, and I, I, I kind of toyed with posting about how I felt cause I thought I don't want to bring everyone down and you know, it's supposed to be a happy time. And, and I did. And the reaction I got was just insane. And, and I just realised that although people still are talking about mental health, there's still so much more that needs to be done. Um, and so my manager said to me about writing a book and I was like, uh, I was like, I can't even really spell. Like, I'm not really sure that's a good idea. Like, I love writing. I always like when I was at school, I was one of those weird people. Like, I loved writing essays and I loved yeah. writing stories and stuff. Um, so I was like, if I'm going to do this, I don't want a ghostwriter. Like, I need to do this myself. It's like a really personal story. Yeah. Um, and I went and saw loads of different editors, and I didn't want it to be like a celebrity memoir or I I had like this real thing like I didn't want to be on the front cover and not everyone could kind of deal with that like people couldn't get their heads around it and then luckily I met Romilly who's my editor and she just got it and um I just wanted to be as honest as I could and I the best thing that anyone can say to me is that they felt like it was them writing it and when I've been doing the book tour and stuff like that's what people have said and 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 in lockdown actually the first lockdown it seemed like people had more time to read it or maybe there was more need for it um and it was really nice hearing from people and it and it, and it helps me as well because then I'm yeah. like oh I'm not alone either <laughs> and that is a lovely feeling like I want for for everyone listening like I think my listeners will be divided into two camps and I think most people are like especially when I speak to me me it's like if I mention anxiety or something you'll have one group who's like oh God, are you okay, mate? Like, I know how you feel and just just do what's right for you. And it's super understanding and have like obviously felt 
a version of it themselves. But then you have the other camp of people who quite clearly have no experience firsthand with anxiety and they're like, oh, you'll be all right, just calm down. Yeah. And you think, that's fucking so... You, you know they don't mean it, but you just think that's fucking so insensitive. So for anyone listening to this who doesn't have a first-hand experience of anxiety, could you describe it? Oh, God. Um, I think it's just... Oh, it's so different for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's your, just your, like your a, experience, I suppose. For me, it's like a, a constant, overwhelming, deep thinking. It's like yeah. it, it, it's it, it's like you can't you can only see the bad in a situation. Yeah. I think at at that point in time, and yeah, of course, and you can and you can just overthink it. So I think. Yeah. I don't know, it's so hard. And, and it can be such a physical thing as well. Like, yeah. you know, it can affect your breathing or it can make you feel physically sick. Or mm-hmm. like for me, I used to have really bad panic attacks and that mm. that comes out in me being totally unable to stop crying, mm. um, not being able to control my breathing mm-hmm. um, and just being completely exhausted. And, and I think there's like a real difference between... Like some people could try try and, and bless them if they don't understand what it's like. It's really hard to understand yeah. it. But it's kind of like being like, oh, yeah, I've worried about something before and comparing <laughs> that to anxiety. Yeah. And, and it's just, I think being worried about something is like, oh, is this going to happen? Oh, no, it's fine. And anxiety mm-hmm. is like it's all con- over-consuming. It's consuming, like It yeah. consumes you. And, and, and that's what the issue is, is it's hard to get, to get out of that thought process, I think. Yeah, no, like... That's, it's so it's so brave of you to, to to talk about it openly, but I do think you're so right. Like I know whenever I've been struggling with anything, and if it's if it's grief, if it's loss, if it's heartbreak, the instant reaction is to internalize it, is to just not talk about it, to brush it under the carpet, to put on a like smack, slap on a brave face, and just think, yeah, I'll, I'm going to get through this and I'll be okay. But actually, when you fight against that and you do speak openly about it, whether it's writing a book, coming on a podcast, writing a post on Instagram, the support you receive, and just the amount of people you know through that, like through that reaching out, who are going through the same thing, doesn't it just make you feel so much better? Yeah, a hundred percent. But it can be like the yeah. hardest thing to do. Yeah, it's like you know, it's 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 the only way I can describe it to people that maybe don't always understand is like working out. As you know, working yes. out is good for you. You know, it's good for your body. You know, it's good for your your brain. You know that you should do some sort of exercise, whether it's a walk or whatever. But we mm. avoid it at all costs, most people, <laughs> yeah. even though we know that that is the best thing for us. Like vegetables, (laughs) sometimes you just don't want to eat vegetables, but you know you should be eating vegetables, frozen ones. Um, But, and that is the same with your mental health, is like, you know that by talking about it, whether it's to a friend, uh, online, to a GP, anyone, you know that that is instantly going to lift you and make you feel so much better. But sometimes it can be the hardest thing to do because anxiety, annoyingly, makes you believe that no one's going to understand and that you're completely alone in this situation. And that is the biggest thing that I have learned from everything I've done from talking about mental health is like that is the biggest hurdle for people to jump over. And it's made me realise how not alone I am and how many people out there are going through the same thing. And I think... More and more people are going to understand that now with everything that's going on because people who have never experienced it before are going to start to experience it now. 
Well, that's it. And it is a, it's exactly like you say, like it plays tricks with your emotions. It is crafty anxiety at its very uh, core. Yeah. <laughs> and all the things that will make you feel better, like you say, doing a workout or reaching out or telling your friends, it makes you think that all those things aren't possible. Yeah. Uh, and I know that given the year we're having, loads of people who've never felt anxiety before, who've never struggled with any sort of mental health issues will actually be in a position where they're feeling them. So people are going to have good days and they're going to have bad days over the next couple of months, Frankie. How do you cope with your bad days and have you got any advice for anyone? Um, I think for me, with my bad days, I now have accepted to feel them, um, which sounds ridiculous and scary, but actually, like, I have found that fighting off my feelings only makes them come out bigger and badder at some point. You know, like if I'm anxious about something and I keep pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down, it will come out in a big panic attack. Or if I'm feeling a bit depressed and I keep ignoring that, it will knock me out for a week straight or something. Whereas I find now if I say, look, I'm having a day where I feel like I just need to stay in bed all day, have a good cry, watch shit on TV um, and just feel those emotions, I find I come out of it like sometimes I can come out of it by the evening or the next day, whereas it can take so much longer if you keep ignoring it. Um, And I think that's my biggest thing. That's my biggest thing that I've learned, just lean into it. Um, I don't always listen to my own advice. Sometimes I don't. And then (laughs) <laughs> I crash and burn and I'm like ah see that's why you should have you should have listened to yourself but um yeah I think we all have just this yeah. internal thing of feeling like we have to just keep pushing on and I think especially while we're in lockdown it's the perfect excuse mm. sometimes to just I'm not saying spend the next four weeks in bed crying because that's not helpful for anyone but if you do have those <laughs> moments just accept them <laughs> let them happen and you'll come out the other side yeah. a lot quicker I think I mean don't beat yourself up Frankie fucking hell you're only exactly. human and like these things are they're huge things to deal with especially with all the other hats mm. that you are wearing like you know what I mean it, it's dead easy like it would be probably easier for someone like me to just be like, you know what, I'm I'm not feeling it today. Like I can feel I'm on the, ver- I always know when I'm on the cusp of something. Do you know what I mean? You've There's little warning signs for me that I'm on the verge that something's going to happen. Like a little episode, shall we say. And it's dead easy for me to go, I'm going to avoid work that day. I'm not going to put in a training session. I am just going to go into bed and watch my favourite things on Netflix and probably eat too many Harry Bows. But for <laughs> someone like you who's got... You know what I mean? You've got the kids, you've got Wayne, you've got so many other things you have to think about. Like sometimes I can understand the desire and the urge to keep pressing on because you think there's people counting on you, don't Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, definitely. I think everyone in in most of their lives, like you know, not everyone's got a job that they can switch off on from of from that day and stuff. And you know, it's so you know, it's 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 difficult. It's really difficult. But also, at the end of the day, if you were sick, you mm. would have to yes, get into it mate. and spend the day in bed. And mm. and this is no different. But because it's so different for each individual, it's yeah. so difficult for us to for people everyone to understand and to know how to deal with it and that's what the issue is at the end of the day um like I was talking to someone yesterday and I was like you know you've got appendicitis they know how to treat that generally Mm. I'm sure 99% of their patients they know what to do and how to treat all react the same way yeah yeah whereas when someone comes in with a mental health issue everyone is so different and it's such a long process that not everyone knows how how to deal with it and and even yourself and I think for me the biggest thing has been educating myself understanding what is happening in my brain why that's happening why I'm feeling that way um and and that for me has helped to make it feel less like oh you're just going crazy and you're a bit mental and to be a bit more like oh it's an illness and this is why that happens and you know I had um I did um uh, sport relief and we um did a hundred miles across um I know what, where, where was it where was, was it, it? Mon- was it Mongolia no we were supposed to be in Mongolia right okay I remember oh, Namibia we ended up in <laughs> Namibia so it was the desert right which plays tricks with your mind let me tell you and um <laughs> did you I have felt... any mirages did you see any I... mirages I mean, I possibly could have. It does that thing, you know, that wavy thing where it's so hot. Yeah. It looks like, yeah, it does do oh that. Oh, my God. Um, but I was on my own for a while and I wasn't really coping. I wasn't really getting anywhere. And um, I started panicking and I started mm. feeling really anxious. But I kept ignoring it and just pushing through and pushing through and pushing through. Mm. And then I ended up having a massive panic attack oh, <laughs> on friendly. TV. Um, yeah. And I hadn't had a panic attack since I had probably my first son so for at least like seven years and then I was disappointed that I'd had one and and but I afterwards I was like it's because I ignored everything that I know that I should do I should have just given into it realized I was anxious and accepted that but instead I kept ignoring it and then it came out in a panic attack and I think that's like that's why I always say to people you've just got to embrace it and feel the feelings and come out the other side well I always say you've got to feel your feels and I suppose mm. it's just a very rudimentary way of saying exactly what you <laughs> articulated so well there. Like, <laughs> but honestly, fucking like allow yourself. Like I want to say as women again, and I'm I'm such a bad habit I've got, but I feel like we do put so much pressure on ourselves to just push forward and be the person that everyone expects we're to be and be strong and get the job done. But actually, like sometimes you just need to take a step back and feel your feels and give in to whatever your exactly. body wants to or your mind wants you to give in to. Oh. Mate, it's so nice talking to you. You're so much braver than you give yourself credit for. You really are. And you're so nice. Like, nobody should look the way you look and be this nice, Frankie. If you weren't so fucking nice, I should hate you. You're so lush. Oh, dear. So lush. Um, before I let you go, because I know you're a super busy woman, um, here at Vicky Patterson Super 2, we love our wonderful guests to divulge a couple little a few little pearls of wisdom and I think it's blatantly obvious by talking to you that what you're super passionate about is helping others and promoting good mental health so I want to know what your secret to learning to open up is across your social media channels your 
your podcast, your book, you are very authentic and very open. And I've no doubt it's helping other people come to terms with things they're feeling. So I would just love our listeners to get um, to get something out of this. And that would be the secret I think they'd want to know. What is your secret to learning to open up? Oh, um, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I had to redeem think... myself after the Saturdays versus S Club Juniors one, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, it'll be like the headline, Frankie hated the Saturdays. Um, not true. Um, no, she you know loved them. I, th- <laughs> I, think, um, I think it's... Uh... Uh, what is my secret I think um you have to you have to be scared and do it anyway and then I think once you've done it you can only learn from what you've done if that makes sense so yeah for me I have this thing where I'm like if I'm anxious about something Mm. I kind of have these stores in my brain of other times when I was anxious and I did it anyway and I was fine and I feel like when you're feeling anxious the next time, you can go, you've been here before. Yes. And you proved yourself wrong. And it's like I bank those little things up and they they give you the strength and the courage you need to do it again. And I yeah. think I think that's what it is. It's like it is definitely feeling the fear and doing it anyway and and trusting in that. And I think that's I mean, it's not easy. It's not great words of wisdom, but <laughs> the only thing I've got. <laughs> it is. It is so good, though, and it. it I, so what you're saying is like. The first time you do it, you're going to be scared. It's going to be unknown territory. But you Mm. do actually just have to take that leap of faith, regardless of whatever your mind and whatever your body and all these feelings of anxiety or stress are telling you. Mm. And then after that, you've got your highlight reel to revert back to. The moments you did it and it worked out well for you. Exactly. I think taking a leap of faith is like in life, regardless of the circumstances, it 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 never has a bad idea, is it? Great things no. happen when you get outside of that comfort zone. Exactly. And that's one big thing that I've learned as I've got older and it's got easier as I've got older is that actually when I am pushed outside of my comfort zone, big things happen. Like, yeah. you know, even if just mentally, I'm like, I did that. Like, <laughs> you know, like I've always been such a wimp. Like I don't really like being scared. I'm a, and I'm a bit like I overthink everything and I think yeah. of all the bad things that can happen. And actually sometimes when you do those things, obviously within reason, not stupid things, um, <laughs> um, then I go, ah. Oh, you know, and you start to believe in yourself more. Whereas I think when you limit yourself and you and you only listen to your brain telling you all the bad things that happen, yeah. you stay in that same state. Whereas when you step out of that comfort zone, you learn and you and you grow. As as, yeah. as cheesy as that is, you do, and then you be- and then you start to trust in yourself and you learn to be able to ignore that anxiety every so often. It is. It's having like. It's having enough good things banked, enough situations that worked out, enough leaps of faith to actually mm-hmm. be able to silence that inner critic, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Is there one person, and I swear this is my last question, Frankie, because that was great <laughs> advice for everyone listening. Is there one person who you love to open up to, who you feel like understands you and you you can um, be listened to without judgment? Uh, my girlfriends. Yes, I like, love that. Literally, I always say we're like the type of friends. Like, you know, if one of them, obviously, this is not 
you know, it's just a way of describing it. Obviously, people don't take this like, to heart. But, you know, if if there was a dead body, we'd all deal with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what we all say. It's like one of those things. Like, they could ring me and tell me anything and I'd be like, okay, we've got this. Let's do sort this out. Yeah, no judgment. Like, we I'll can get the talk- car. <laughs> yeah, we can talk each other out of anything. Like, this is why you did it and this is why it's okay. And yeah. we're going to sort this out. And, like, I know that whatever I ring them with, they'll do exactly the same. And that's what I love about them. Like, they can have done oh. the worst thing in the world. And yeah. I'll be like, it's fine, babe. You did it because of this. And this yeah. is why we can rationalize anything and then we yeah. can make it all okay. And that's, that's why, like, you know, they're just priceless. We can, we can solve anything. Mate, honestly, I feel like your group of friends and my group of friends would get on very fucking well. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can make anything sound okay. Any disaster, exactly. any breakup, any mistake. Oh yeah, it was fine, hun. It was not your fault. Yeah. And that's what good friends are. <laughs> Oh, Frankie, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, mate. You like Thank like you. I say, I really should hate you because you're that good looking and that lovely, but it's just <laughs> impossible to. It's impossible to. Thank you so much, mate. And good luck Thank with this you. next lockdown, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, and you. <laughs> Take care, pal. Bye. What a beautiful soul Frankie Bridge is. Like, I mean it when I when I say she's... Like, it's just so unfair. She's so beautiful. She's so kind. She's got the perfect family. God, I should hear that, but I just can't. She's so nice. <laughs> Frankie, of course, talked super candidly about the secret of opening up. And I know that we're all going to be going through an awful lot over the next month or so. But isn't it nice to know you're not alone? If you do have anything to add, guys, please email thepattersonpodcast at gmail.com. And I hope this little podcast brought you some solace. Please continue to tell your friends about the podcast, leave reviews, do all of the podcasty things you're meant to do. Because here at Vicky Patterson The Secret, we love hearing from you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>